Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. The Bow Hunter Planet podcast is proudly presented by Vanguard, Stealth Cam, Rax Inc., and Crossman. Enjoy the show. Tonight we're uh, looking forward to talking about, you know, lately we've been talking about what's been going wrong in the hunting industry, but today I want to talk about what's going good out there, because, you know, with so much negativity out there in the world, and let's face it, we got uh, a lot of good things going on in the hunting industry, and there's a lot of fun out there, and as soon as we get rid of this feedback... (laughs) Oh, get yeah. going. Someone left the uh, look at my face. So someone left the uh, sound on this computer and then told me to use it. No, uh, <laughs> what no, is this? no names. What is this amateur hour? Yeah, so anyway, hour. anyway, uh, Back to yeah, the let's let's get let's get talking about what's going good out there. I mean, what what do you what do you see good out there? <laughs> what is going good? I think you're seeing like every bow company is putting out an awesome bow, right? Oh yeah, you know, I, when I first started really getting into bow hunting, two thousand three, it was like, I think about the bows that I used back then, <laughs> and difference. like, you know, I I just walked into Gander Mountain and bought the coolest yeah. looking one I could for three hundred bucks, like, and now I mean, that's from totally, Matthews totally to Hoy, I mean, every bow we get in here, yeah. You yeah, know? you know, Dave laughs at me because when I when he first met me and I was <laughs> hunting, I was using a Golden Eagle Overdrive. This guy, Overdraw. I was, Overdraw. I was talking to this guy. We went back to Western, which is the greatest college of all time, and we were hanging out. He's telling me he's using this bow that's like 85 pounds with zero let off. Like, I can't remember what year it is. I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. Is that any fun to shoot? Well, like, it, you're out of your mind. You know, you're talking about things going good in the industry. From my perspective, you take a look at, you know, like, I'm... It wasn't me. I'm 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 retirement. I'm in my retirement age. You know, I know I look young, guys, but you know I've put my work on there. Well, as a you know, as you're getting older, things are getting easier and easier to do out yeah. there. I mean the the bows. You got ninety percent let off on these bows, yeah. and the speeds you're getting. You know, people are all freaked out about oh, you know, this bow speed and that bow speed. But quite honestly, 
You could pull 45 pounds, and the speed you're getting now is so much more than the old days when we first started hunting. Yep. Yeah. They're deadly. And yep. and then you, on top of that, you add the legalization of crossbows yeah. in, here in Michigan and in a lot of states across the country. I can I can hunt easier now than when I was younger. Yeah. You know. And yeah, and for me, crossbows crossbows is definitely the way to go. It's easier than to shoot than a gun. As much as I was against crossbows when they they first started talking about legalizing them here, the people people got to realize it's just a different avenue of hunting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and not only that, I mean, from my perspective is, let's face it, there's a lot of people, you know, when I worked, I was working two jobs for over 30 years. And so... To get out and hunt, I mean, yeah. I might be able to get out and hunt a week, a weekend, a yeah. few days here and there. And, you know, you just don't have the time to practice and no. get out there. And, mm-hmm. and with the, you know, there's so many people that were wounding deer and mm-hmm. not, you know, because they just didn't have the skill level. No. And now you look at it. A guy can practice with his crossbow, go out there and put a, hmm. a fatal shot on a deer. Once you're on a 20, you're... Yeah. You can harvest an animal without any doubt in your mind. Yeah. That you're yeah I mean, be you watch Dave and, you know, Dave, or Travis and Connor. Oh, yeah. Yep. They're like <laughs> snipers with yep. the deer There thing. you go. And there's another you know? thing I think that's, you know, I don't know how it is across the country, but in Michigan, you know, the idea that they allow you to take your child out into the field mm-hmm. with the uh, what's what's that program called again the uh, youth uh, youth mentoring, mentoring the mentoring youth, program yeah. Yeah. so as a parent you know you could take your child into the field with you and if you feel he's ready yeah. you know you could set it up like we did with a crossbow and I mean just to be there when your yeah. your kid is At eight years old yeah yep. and you and know. they are so excited and. They're getting into the heritage of hunting. You know, you teach them the respect of, mm-hmm. you know, and the things that. I mean, my so, dad used to take me, but I'd just sit in the corner of the blind and. That's took, all of them. Stop sniffling, stop moving. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> Don't make <laughs> exactly. no noise. But yeah, I didn't get to see any of the deer because he was hiding me in the corner. You mean you didn't get but, to play Zelda on your. Uh, no, we didn't have that back then. <laughs> but, but even back then in the, what was the 80s and 90s, you had to be 14. Yeah. Regardless of where you with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you had to take the hunter's safety class. Oh, absolutely. Which is still good. Yeah. I think that's still, you know, even though if you don't know about guns Yeah, even though whatever. the mentoring program and stuff, you know, I think, you know, you got to get your kid in there, get out there and, and get him in that safety program, too. And I, I know with us supporting crossbows, we're going to catch a lot of flack from, from traditional ar- archery enthusiasts and compound bow users. But people, get on board. No. You know, because of the fact that you gave compound bow yeah. users the same grief that you give yeah. in crossbow users, it's just yeah. a different avenue and, and of I, hunting. And I think a lot of people are coming around to the fact that, and I think I'm glad that like people like Michael Waddell come out and yep. make those videos and say, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Mm-hmm. If you're outside hunting a squirrel... If you're you outside, can, hunting, you know you don't have to be a bodybuilder to be a hunter. You can be 400 pounds and do whatever you got to do. As long as you're out there hunting, that's what it's about. Right, you could be in and your that's, 60s. That's one of the good things that I've seen yeah. is someone like him, who I consider to be one of the most influential people. Yeah, hold no punches back. Well, and that's and just, you know we're talking about things going you know not just the uh, the uh, the bows with 
you know, with the 90% let off and stuff like that and the crossbows. But all the equipment in general, like these pop-up blinds you can carry out in the field. Um, trees, I mean, you would not believe the tree stands that yeah. I used to go in. And oh, the, I know. The we climbers, build, we'd build them. The climbers. Oh, my oh God. God. <laughs> you the know, side, I, the nail comes out of the tree and you're falling 30 oh, feet. Oh, jeez. I'll tell you what, man. There's <laughs> nothing worse than, you know, you yeah. start coming down a tree after you've been up in the tree for several mm-hmm. hours and you you know yeah. you drop your climber down <laughs> no and then it. even stuff like this and sawyer and thermocells we didn't have those yeah i don't even remember what i did you i mean you just sprayed it off because you know, right. hope the deer didn't mind it for the for the people that are just getting involved into hunting now thermocell is the best thing invention i've Thermo- ever thermocell is one of the the gold <laughs> standards for hunting if you're not familiar with it, it's a fantastic bug repellent system. Yeah, I'll give you the story. I, I yeah, mean, just I'm, unbelievable. I'm sitting there in a tree stand. It's 80 degrees in October, figures. Mosquitoes all around me, and I'm just swatting them off. Deer runs away. And I had heard about this thermosel thing. So I went to town, in the local town, couldn't find it. I went to the next, I drove an hour to the next big city, went to like three or four stores, finally found one, used it the next night. I had maybe one mosquito in my face after I turned it on, and it flew away. And I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. And it's just not... And now I have two. It's just (laughs) not a product that you use for hunting. Any outdoor activity, you know, camping, fishing, uh, barbecues, anything that you're being bothered with bugs, check out the Thermacell products because they are totally remarkable. Yeah, you're talking, I'm looking at the... Oh, I'm missing questions, yeah. I'm looking at uh, Paul Keene here. He says, my dad had open quad bypass and now shoots a crossbow. Gives him the opportunity to get back exactly. out in the woods. Right. There's, there's what it is all about. You talk about things that are going good in the hunting yeah. industry. You tell me that's not a great story. I mean... <laughs> no, and you even, know. you know, the kids like the Austin Jones. Yeah. Know, that, what if it wasn't, you know, if it wasn't for crossbows? Yeah. What would he well, be, look you at, know? you know, like... He's, doing awesome things look at the wounded warrior program and stuff you know these guys working with vets who you know are coming back you know paying the prices they're paying for our freedom and they're able to come back and you know with these horrific wounds and stuff like that and you're able to get them out in the field and maybe get a chance to get some type of relief you know from their daily trials you know i mean that to me is is uh, hmm. is is one of the great things that's going on in the industry too. So know. yeah, and shout out to our vets, man. Yeah, I appreciate sure. you guys out there. And yeah, thank you guys. Thank you. Done for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, so equipment is getting better. Mm-hmm. Speaking um, of equipment, we have a new uh, sponsor to talk about. Oh yeah, who's that? Stealth Cam. Oh there, you go. Yeah. there you go. That. If Talk you, about yeah. another thing in the so industry. We, the order hasn't showed up yet, but we got to place that. But we're so excited to start using Stealth Cam. We've been waiting for a camera company to work with us finally. Yeah. And uh, to the stuff that I've seen, and I know the people that they're working with now, and we just talked to uh, Canadian Whitetails, and they use them as well. Yeah. And I mean, it's well, going to be so awesome to have a wireless camera with an app where that deer walks by, and you get a little beep. Beep. Oh, yeah. Well, and there, you know, yeah, that's perfect for the subject we're talking about. Think about that. You know, 
cameras out in the field. Like there was nothing no. like that. You know, I, I don't know if you guys this is probably before your time, but we used to have these things that you'd put in the field and you would tie a string across a deer trail and when the deer would break the string, it would hit a timer. <laughs> And you'd say, oh, if it was a deer, you didn't know. But it would put the time that the string broke and the direction that the string was going. And that's what we used to think, like, oh, man, wow. we're, we're timing Technology. These, we're timing these deer. Look at it. <laughs> at 3 o'clock in the morning, my string broke, and it's pointing to the north. So he's probably coming back. Well, now... Now there's cameras. And you didn't even have to hunt to just enjoy the, yeah. the video and the pictures of this stuff. To me, I like... You know, I like going up to a camera, pulling out that. Uh, and just seeing the photos. That, you know, oh, pulling yeah. out that thing it's like and, Christmas. and going back and like, wow, look at this, look at that. You know, you didn't you didn't kill a thing, but you you got them on camera until it's, you it's forget awesome. that one little damn weed in front of your camera, and it's four thousand pictures. Yeah, of the weed. That's yeah. true. Come on. That's true. You got to get. Uh, there is a learning curve with those things. So, yeah, but we got our new logo up, logo up here with all our podcast sponsors and. You know, you guys yeah. really need to check out if you haven't seen, haven't gone, used anything from Vanguard or Crossman or Racks, even Stealth Cam. Yeah, yeah, really got to check them out. Yeah, and you know the quality of these pictures and photos and stuff. Even yeah. in the middle of the night, you can get quality photos oh, yeah. with these digital scouting cameras. You know, so yeah, that's another. You know, I don't know how many guys. I'm I'm sure. Just about everybody you talk to nowadays is using some yeah. type of cameras. You know, and Pretty much everybody you talk to has got the same complaints. They only work for a little while, and then. Yeah. So that's why we're so glad that yeah. we finally got hooked up with Stealth, Stealth Cam. You know, you know some yes, quality, yes, yes. quality uh, cameras that we're, you know, are gonna work out there. Yeah, we yeah. have. I'm not going to mention any names. Yeah. We, we've been through a lot of junk you know, again. I, I, had, I remember I had two different ones <laughs> in, like, high air, high traffic spots with deer, and I'd get back, and there'd be no pictures, yeah. and I'd just lose my mind. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, too, is, you know, at Bowhunter Planet, we do a lot of product testing yeah. and stuff. And, and uh, you know, you may not always hear about some of the products that we tested because, you know, they just were so bad. We're just, yeah. we, we, we give a company the opportunity to say, look, you know, we're not going to tear you up, but you yeah. need to go back to the drawing board with this thing because <laughs> it's not doing the job that, that you think it's, it's supposed to be doing. You know, that, that's happened before. So any questions rolling in or anything? Uh, Anybody out there? Not really. Seen so. anything, Dave? I wonder if mine's not re restarting so, here. So we, you know, we talked about cameras. We talked about, you know, blinds, the equipment. Um, we got UTVs now, ATVs. Yeah. Those little bikes, quiet cat things. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, the new hunters don't realize how lucky they are. They're spoiled. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think too another thing about you know the hunting industry that's let's face it, there's a lot of people out there who are anti-hunting and anti-this yeah. and that. But we have the law on our side, you know? I mean, with the, you know, the DNR out there, you know, a lot of people are down on the DNR and this and that, but they do a lot of good, too, yeah, you know? Uh, I mean, 
you don't want to see look at what people are doing with them in place you imagine what they'd be doing without it oh yeah yeah and you know they're not that happened back in the 1800s and all the damn buffalo yeah elk and exactly you know and not just you know not they're not just there to harass hunters and stuff like that you know like if you're out hunting and people are harassing you and stuff like that, the DNR is, DNR is out there to enforce mm-hmm. that that can't happen to you. You know, back yeah. in the day, let's face it, you know, I mean, you know. You'd you have to at, be kind of stupid to come harass me when I'm sitting in my blind of the gun. Yeah, people aren't always that intelligent, <laughs> you know. No, I do find them on my property. Yeah. And unless, you're, lease, doing, and unless you're doing something wrong, they're, they're really the nicest people in the world because they're truly... Yeah. Truly interested in the outdoors. Yeah. And, you know, you can sit down and you can talk to them. You can, you can have a great conversation. You can relate stories. And if you're not breaking the law, you got nothing to worry about. Yeah, let's sure. face it. Most of these guys got college degrees. They're not just, yep. you know, sure. some some hard ass. It's just, yeah. you, know, you know, so... I mean, like you said, and you know what? They're passionate about what they do. Yes, they are. You know, and they're out there to protect yeah. hunting for everybody. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about Michigan DNA. Yeah. I'm talking about, you know, you watch across the country. You know, these, let's face it, you know, the, we have some awesome natural resources that need yeah. to be protected. I'm, I'm, I'm in support of, of all that, you know. Mm-hmm. So. What um, else do we got? No such thing as yeah, dead air. Come on, keep talking, Speaking guys. Of dead air. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's just good. I, I, I'll tell you another thing that's that's that I find it's. I mean, this probably goes back. It's not really an improvement in the hunting or whatever, but in some ways it is. Is when you get a deer now and you want to process it. There's places to take it. Yeah, I I used to process my own deer all the time, you know, and it was a it was a big job, you know. But I love doing it. But quite honestly, now these places you could take your deer to, they do such an amazing job, and and all sorts of sausages. Yeah, and and before you know, there's there's a lot of unreputable you know, yeah. places. You'd take your deer. You didn't know if you are getting your deer back. Yeah. But now, you know, I think most They're of these places, reputable. you mm-hmm. can find a place, like we've got some awesome places yeah. we go to that you know you're getting your yeah. deer back. You know, everything is organized and divided up. And, yeah. and, uh, and then it's I... It's all vacuum sealed and, yeah. and labeled and, yeah, yeah real nice You know, and then nice I process. get Then I get my deer back processed and I can, like... Thaw out, for example, I can thaw out ten pounds of uh, of you know ground venison, yeah. and then I can, you know, you can go and and mix it up and make like jerky out of it or make like sticks out of it and stuff yeah. like that. And they've got stuff you can go right now to like Cabela's or any yeah. of those places and buy one of those dryers, and I dry them. And yeah, no, Dave's Dave's saying we got to do that on the show live. We could channel. do that, you know. Do some, uh, some jerky. Prepping makes Lose a jerky. Finger. There's nothing. There's nothing better than going out in the woods hunting and having yeah. some jerky that, oh, yeah. that you uh, that you took. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We used to, we used to process all our deer growing up, and I all I can remember is it was always like negative ten degrees, and I'm like <laughs> eight years old out there going like this, trying to yeah. 
Mr. Grabbit. <laughs> well, you talk about another thing going. You talk about when you used to, you know, when you used to gut your deer and stuff like that. And it would be like, you know, would you have a little knife and this? And that? Now they got these gutting kits, man. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm looking like I'm doing surgery. I put gloves on up to my elbows. I got a knife with a hook on it that opens this thing up. I mean, you know, you, you, you could, you could perform surgery out we there in the field and be use done with the it. The same knife. That we did back in the eighties. Well, that's you talk about things going bad in yeah. the industry. There you go. No, using the same. No, name. listen it's to probably this. rusty and no, dull. And my old man found a World War II K bar in a car he bought in the seventies. Uh huh. And he's been using that knife ever since. Oh And yeah. that thing weighs two pounds. Yeah, it's and a keeps heavy... an edge like you've never believed. My no. brother touched it one day in his truck and sliced his thumb open. I no mean, this kidding. thing is a razor blade, wow. and it'll chop through bone. It's like you just can't give it up. It's that good. Yeah. But they don't make a knife like that no more. No, well, yeah. It's a monster. But you probably wear gloves now when you do it, oh, don't yeah. you? You're like you're doing surgery. Yeah. I, I remember. I remember back in the day, you get done gutting your deer, you'd be like oh, covered in blood. And now everybody's toe, got you know? little yeah, got, plastic yeah. things to cover their whole body. Heck yeah. <laughs> and you know what? When it's ten degrees out <laughs> instead of freezing, you're fighting over you who's going to do you it. You put up a little propane heater next to you, and you're doing it in the a warm. Mister Heater, yeah. Buddy Heater. Yeah, Mister Buddy Heater. You know they didn't have those back, back in the day. day. You put your hands up in the deer and get warm. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what? You know what really bothers me about all this stuff though, is all the time back in the day when I was hunting, why didn't I come up with the ideas for some of this stuff? I'd be rich now. Mr. All that time I was freezing, why didn't I think, you know, I can make me a Mr. Buddy here <laughs> or something like that. A knife that uses surgical blades. Can you getting yeah. a comment? I'm not getting uh, a question. Traditions. Oh, he's just making a comment. He's not, he doesn't have a question. Who's that? No, oh, it is. Exp- it, it can get expensive, yeah. What's that? The uh, processing. You know, some places will charge you 100 bucks just to cut it up and... Yeah, well, that's why, yeah, they're definitely, you got to shop it around, you know, but that's the thing is now there's a lot more places than there used to be. At least maybe I just didn't look for the places back Mm -hmm. then, but now there's a lot more. You know, and typically what I find is if you just get a straight cut, you know, you're just getting it. When it gets expensive, when you start like, I want sausage, I jerky, want jerky, sausage. I want this. And that. That's where <laughs> they get. That's where I they can get remember you. my la- the last year I took in. I think I got breakfast sausage, summer sausage, sticks, jerky. I yeah, mean, yeah. You just, could spend some money. There's yeah. no doubt about that. You We're know, not going to tell my wife how much that was. I hope she's not watching. Yeah, yeah. You. Could it was cheap. I got a good deal. You can definitely <laughs> spend some money on that kind of thing because, uh, you know, but. I mean, some of that stuff is really good. It's, mm-hmm. you, you know, let's face it, you know. And I, you know what? I still, like, every once in a while, like, you know, last, my, my grandson killed his first deer a couple of years ago. I processed that deer, you know. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a very big deer, and mm-hmm. and it was his, and I wanted mm-hmm. to be the one to process it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying that I always go to a processor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially, like, I'll bone stuff out, you know, and yeah. it's, and then... I think that's what we had to do with our deer. It was 90 degrees that day, I think, oh, yeah. in that blind. So I just poured it out and oh, put yeah. it in the fridge because yeah. I had nowhere to take it. Yeah, you know, we just got back from Hawaii, and we were talking to some hunters there when they kill an animal. They got four hours to get it, get it huh. 
if they don't find it within four hours, it's gone. Not because coyotes or anything like that. It's because it heat. spoils. Yeah. Heat. He said they get to it, and they gut it, and they skin it right there and get it cooling off. And You were they, saying the hunting, why it's relatively cheap. Yeah. I mean, if you're a, if you're a resident. <laughs> yeah, not all of it, you know. No, my buddy hunted there. I can't remember yeah. what he hunted, though. So kind of. I tell you what, you got to be you got to be in some good shape to hunt there because it's all up and down mountains and stuff like that, you know, or, or <laughs> rainforest. But uh, the the thing about hunting there is it's um, you know, you got like a lot of things that are not endem endemic to the sure. land, so they can hunt it. You know, there's sure. pigs, sure. there's there's goats, and all this stuff is running wild, and they don't want it there, so. You basically, if you're a local, you can hunt 365 days a week a year for free. And if yeah. you're not a local, 25 <laughs> bucks. That's not bad. So, access deer. They have access deer. Oh, okay. And uh, the guy had some racks there, you know, next door to the place we're staying. It's, they're not the big, thick racks, but they're very interesting racks. Mm -hmm. So, uh, for the couple grand uh, to fly, a couple grand to stay there. You can hunt for free. Nothing's nothing's cheap in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> except hunting. Yeah, hunting's free, but it's two hundred bucks a get, night. You two hundred bucks a night to sleep there. Yeah, minimum. If you know. Yeah, if you're lucky. But you mix it with pineapple. Pineapple, papaya, and good coffee. Good coffee. And, and great coffee. Speaking of which, it's, I could go for a cone of you, coffee. How much right spam now. did you guys eat when you were there? I didn't know spam. <laughs> Actually, you go in. You yeah, go they in, had. You go into a grocery store. There's a whole aisle. It's mm. just spam. Yeah, we went to a really good like local. You know, we had somebody tell us to go mm. to this restaurant. It's kind of local, and they yeah. had they had spam on the yeah. mm -hmm. on the thing. We didn't get it, but I could have. <laughs> so spam. So yeah, you know another thing we're talking about things are going good in the hunting industry. How about the clothing you're wearing nowadays compared yeah. to back in the day? I mean, I started out hunting. I was wearing cotton. Yeah, and all of us. I had a friend of mine who I worked with on the fire department, and one day he told me, you know, he told me a saying. He said, you got to remember this saying your whole life. He said, cotton kills. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, he goes, it's the worst thing you can wear out in the field, cotton, because he said once it gets wet, it you're cold, wet. and you're going you're gonna to yeah. die. Yeah, Where wool clothing is you know is is what i turn to then because mm -hmm. wool can get wet you can hunt yeah. and then and then you know it, it definitely uh helped and and uh but i remember going out in the blind and that we would we would hunt all day you know yeah. dark till dark and sitting in a in a blind my feet would be so freaking yeah. cold in the cheap ass boots they had yeah. back then now those boots were so with the little like felt liners yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly now the boots that we get yeah. to hunt in, I mean, the boots that you can the get. The one thing, they did have Mickey Mouse boots back then. As long yeah. as you didn't have to climb a yeah. tree. Yeah, yeah. as long as you didn't to have go. to walk. You walked yeah. like Mickey and Mouse. And over the years, we've all learned that the most important part of hunting is keeping your feet in yeah. hands. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean. I now, still, every, I still if, it, if it's like below 10, I'm wearing those boots. I yeah. don't care. Thinsulate, <laughs> you know, they got the yeah. Thinsulate now. They got... Um, you know, the socks, the system of wearing, you know, socks that wick away the moisture mm -hmm. and then keep the moisture away from your feet. 
Yeah, it's definitely turned into a science. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's benefited all Yeah, and you can go out. I mean, literally now I can go out and I can spend all day in the blind. And, yeah. you know, oh, we got I'm, Mr. Buddy I'm, Heater. Yeah, I've got, <laughs> I've got those little... Take a nap. Those little, those little handshaker things, yeah. you know, that you shake them up and the chemicals yeah. keep your hands warm all day. They got toe warmers. They got everything. They didn't have any of that stuff, you know, nope. back in the days, you know. And, you know, like... Uh, Todd, Todd, yeah, camel patterns have improved over the years, That's too. That's what I was going to say. Uh, the funniest thing is that the old stuff's coming back, and it's well, so cool. Because my old man had you know, all the those, red plaid. No, he had a one-piece overall, like, original real tree, And he wore that some gun for, like, 25, 30 years. Heck <laughs> it yeah. had holes all over in it. And then one Christmas, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. You're, I'm buying you a damn suit because you look like a fool. But now it's come back. And it's then, of course, what I do, go out and buy myself a sweatshirt and Realtree uh, original. So <laughs> so Chuck Wolf is uh, talking about, have you seen much improvements in Broadhead over the years? Now, there's another yeah, thing. I think different things, but, you know, some people still got the muzzies. And, yeah. You know, that's what I started with. I'll tell you what. But, I, you know, some of the mechanical stuff and, like, Ramcat. And yeah, I mean, some stuff. of the stuff, you know, one of the – you know, some of these companies now, I mean, they're using technology to make these, these, um, these, uh, um, you know, broadheads now. I mean, it's like precision type yeah. instruments that they make f- for doing surgery and yeah, stuff. G5. Yeah, G5. G5 comes you know, to mind right there's away. There's an example. And G5 is not alone. You know, these companies are out there. And so yep. I find myself, I think that overall, the flat, the aerodynamics. I mean, I remember shooting uh, broadheads back. You know, you'd practice with your um, with your uh, field points, and then you change up broad. And then things, then things would be looping, and they'd be doing. None of the three shot the same. No. no. And nowadays, I mean, I can go out and practice with with uh, my uh, broad. You know my field points, and then stick a broadhead on some of these new yeah. broadheads. I mean, Ramcat comes Ram, to mind. Ramcat Ram comes to mind. I've never I had shoot one fly that off. Thing. It's yeah. it's like it's like throwing darts, you know. And so, yeah, I think that there's definitely been an improvement. I think the broadheads are stronger now. You know, they're sharper. Yeah. I mean, uh, you definitely uh, got to be careful. You can really <laughs> slate yourself open yeah. in the field for for sure. And the arrows too, not just the broadheads. Yep. But the arrows, you know, carbon, carbon. You've got a carbon arrows. They're you know they're lighter, they're faster, yep. and still fly. You know, yep. and I think there's a whole lot of uh, you know you talk about things that are going right. I think there's a whole lot of you know these companies are doing testing and and stuff like yep. that, and they're improving their products all the time, especially like the you know they they test how the arrows fly, how they you know how they react in wind and and all the mm-hmm. kind of things they test them on, and uh, definitely uh, some improvements. Yeah, in that. I mean, even when you're on a film, you're hunt. You know, back in the day, in big old honking, had <laughs> someone sit behind you like this. Yeah. Now you got GoPros this big and carrying the VCR. You, you can buy a two thousand dollar production camera. Yep. And make yeah. it look like a movie. Yeah, and that, you know what? Uh, and let's face it, the, these things are you know. When we went bear hunting and we tried to film the bear hunt, we got like three or four GoPros. Mm-hmm. We hit one button, and Everything. they all turn on. Yep. 
you know, it's like we got angles, we got beers yeah. coming, we got them going, we've got them licking the cameras. <laughs> there you go. Look at that baby. We do have a sp- Ryan here. How old is that thing? <laughs> a sports view. sports view camera. Where did this go? come from? <laughs> they might still be around. Who knows? No, I Dave is hunting with this. Who wants to win that? <laughs> Pick a number. No. How do you even? Where do you put it? It could be yours today for thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Does it go on your stabilizer? Yeah. No. Okay. Screws okay. in okay. with Here's stabilizer. A, Here's the pieces. Wow. I bet Here's this a, is high quality. Here's another improvement. Uh, huh? we t- we talk For the about, next how about, 15 seconds. How about lighted? <laughs> how about lighted knocks? Oh yeah. Is that made a big difference or what? I think so. Some states, I think they're still illegal. They are. It's and that's I, I don't understand why. No, I'm, it has nothing only, to do <sighs> except to find your deer a little yeah, bit easier, right. which. It, which is which everybody should be all about, you know. It's not a laser gun. Yeah, you, know? you could tell, you know. <laughs> it's not a grenade. Could, if it's if it's getting dusk and all of a sudden you shoot and you see your knock go flying off in another direction, say, "Oh, I know, I hit a tree." You yeah. know, I know I bounced off a branch or something like that. And uh, <laughs> here, uh, here's another. I don't know if some of you guys out there have been around a while, Bob, I've seen it. Did you know that there used to be like a string you attach to your arrow yes. and you would shoot? <laughs> it looked like you were both. You it. would shoot. You shoot the deer. And there and was the, a spool. The deer would run off and the spool It looked like dental there. floss and it would <laughs> I'm telling you that was, and you know and what? And the funny thing is you'd follow the string Yeah. and sometimes there'd be a deer oh at the God. other end. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like You'd be sitting there going, Zzz. but now they put they have knocks. They have a Bluetooth chip yeah. in them. Yeah, I don't know how much they are. Yeah, isn't that crazy? And you, you know, just follow your thing. The thing yeah. about oh. that stupid string, man, is it. I don't care what you say. It affected your shot, man. After so many, so many yards, all of a sudden that thing it goes. Like, what happened there? You know. I didn't, and you couldn't practice at home attaching a string and shooting at a target. No, a you'd have 100 yards of string out. Yeah. Mm. Uh, JoJo needs a little camera time. Game tra- mm. yeah, see, Todd, Todd's laughing, game tracker, laughing out loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ever use one, Todd? I did. <laughs> Never found a deer at the end of my string, though. Every once in a while, you'd find a deer at the end of the string. Yeah, not not me. Those those. I think I used it twice, and I said, this is it, man. I, I know it screwed up my shot both times. The game trackers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a that's a definitely been an improvement in, in that. Now they get. Yeah, it's, it's no. you know, it's it. You know, it was you cool know, at the time. And, and you know what? Someday somebody's going to be laughing about the stuff we're using yeah. right now, saying, do you believe <laughs> these <this> nerds? <laughs> you believe they had 90% let off? They didn't They didn't have 100% let off? So just, <laughs> they <laughs> shot the bow themselves. That's yeah. Who knows? Primitive. You know? Now, one of the things I found to be a, <laughs> one of the big improvements for hunting and an advantage for the hunters, what about satellite imaging? Oh yeah, to where you can look at the area that you're hunting and figure out your pinch what points. It, what, just wait till they make it like 
on-demand live, so you can see what, you know, it's only a matter of time. Yeah. Because right now you look at Google Earth, and it's like from 2014, and you're like, what the hell? I had that car six years ago. <laughs> yeah, that's, that definitely, uh, you definitely can get, you know, a lot more imagery and stuff like that. Even Even land that you thought you knew, you know. Yeah, it's unbelievable. When you see the satellite image of it, say, "Oh, yeah. you know, look at that." You know, I don't remember that. You know, and and uh, so yeah, that's uh, definitely some some things going on there that will really help you as a hunter. I'm trying to remember if we used it while we were out in South Dakota. Um, I don't know. I know we use GPS a lot. Yeah, speaking of. GPS. How many times you've been lost in the woods? You know, yeah. I mean, I mean, let's face it. I still carry a compass. Don't get me wrong. You, you, and and you guys that are raising kids out there, just getting into the hunting. My grandson, believe me, my grandson's gonna know how to use a compass and read a map, because as much as I love GPS, the and, batteries are ultimately stuff, gonna fail. There's nothing like getting lost oh, opening day morning and pitch yeah. dark. Yeah, <laughs> and your GPS. You is don't know if you're you on the neighbor's property. You're gonna get shot. Yeah. Like, Dave could really use GPS. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, one thing that doesn't work for Dave is orange tax <laughs> on every tree. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> you know what? One time, speaking of orange tax, so when we used to track deer, sometimes, you know, you'd, you'd shoot a deer. Like, yeah. I've done this, you know, I happen to get... In the beginning, I was horrible at tracking, but I had an old guy that taught me how to track and everything. So, but I used to use the orange ribbons, you know, like, okay, here's a spot of blood, mark it. Here's it's pitch black out, you know, it's pitch black out. <laughs> so you don't, you didn't find the, you didn't find the deer. You go back the next day. You go day. the next, <laughs> you have ever done that? You go back the next morning and go, holy shit. Well, I was, excuse my French. I was looking, I, mean, I was looking for the deer that I shot this year. And I mean, I was—I had tissues. So I grabbed tissues out of the truck, and I'm like, "On the neighbor, the neighbor let me go on his property." And I go back the next morning. And I'm like, "Oh my god!" I yeah, like go back and take all the. Oh yeah, off. you cross your own path like 20 times. You know, them deer are leading you around. They're probably laughing, like, "Look at this idiot marking all this stuff." You know, with this, with this uh, orange tape. It's hilarious. And uh, but yeah, that's. Uh, that's that's kind of funny when you come back the next yeah. day and you see it. It's really, really yes, something. Sir, well, thanks everyone for joining us on this edition of the uh, Bowhunter Planet podcast. Make sure you check out our awesome sponsors, Vanguard, Stealth Cam, Crossman, and Racks. And we'll catch you next time. Celebrating the rich tradition of bow hunting for over 31 years, Vanguard is proud to be the official optic and hunting pack of Bowhunter Planet. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, 
but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.